When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that ships Spock and Uncle Jesse, mostly because their celebrity name would be Spunkle. <laughs> Spunkle Messy. Spunkle oh, Messy. No. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. I live long and prosper. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today, happy birthday. Uh, no, it's not a birthday. No. Fuck. Happy 350. Happy multiple of 50 to us. <laughs> oh. Here's my white claw. Kyle got me a giant chilada because he knows that I love it's, them and I'm not doing keto right now. So. It's like the olden days. It's just like the olden days. Cheers, my Mike. Goodness. Cheers, Kyle. God Here's bless to you. 350 episodes. Here's to 350 episodes. 345 more than we should have. <laughs> you think episode six was our peak? It's all been downhill from there. Absolutely. Um, okay, first of all, I'm going to just just like a just like a boomer. I'm going to ask on Zoom. Can everybody hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> can, people, am I on mute? <laughs> that's the thing is people will if you're just talking and no sound is coming out, people will say in the comments, nothing's happening. Okay. You don't have to ask. Okay, well, I see. But a, you did it anyway. I see a woo and a yeah. So woo and a yeah. Speaking of which, everybody, okay, I'm sure you already know all of this, but whatever. On every episode that is a multiple of 50, we do a question and answer session. And this year, the year, this time is no different. Uh, Please, in the Facebook comments for the event, add your questions. We will get to those live if we can. But we have a whole bunch that people sent in beforehand because they're good at following instructions. And uh, y'all are not, I guess. I don't know. But we have a bunch of questions to answer. And then uh, if we if we run out, then we'll we'll just stop. No, we have yeah, we, we, we'll... <laughs> we also have some quizzes to take, quizzicals that Derek found us. Hey, Derek, say hi. Hello, everyone. This time Derek gets to talk because he's asking the questions. Um, so much power. Did it. Okay. Th- thanks, Nathaniel. They said your your mic is a little My hot. My mic's hot. hot. Hopefully I'm hopefully I'm better now. Mike is always trying to turn me down. Yeah. Trying well, to stifle the man. Well, you know, that's just how shit works. Okay. <sighs> this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we have any announcements? Any, no, like, well, we do have announcements. We have some awesome announcements for later, but um, do we have any, like, feedback, corrections? We already said no. But no. I'm asking anyway. I don't think so. It just feels premature to go right into the content right I now. I mean, Mike, get in there right away. <laughs> Don't delay. Get in there prematurely. All right. Well, then, here's the news. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News. 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 Okay, news the first. So, news the first, Kyle. The government of Canada is warning gay Canadians not to go to the United States. Well, certain of the United States. I mean... I mean, Florida. Yeah, well, that's that's sort of implied in, in in what they're saying. Yeah. So the Canadian government has warned its LGBTQ citizens that there are risks to traveling to the United States, citing new laws in several states. We've named a couple of them recently on the show: Florida, Texas, I'm sure. Um, but quote: Some states have enacted laws and policies that may affect two SLGBTQI plus persons. Check relevant state and local laws. 
Uh, that's an updated advisory that was posted this last Tuesday. And uh, our Canadians Only channel on Discord talked about oh, it. Oh, shout out to Canadians Only. Yeah. That sounds like OnlyFans, sounds but like, it's just for Canadians. It sounds like a dating website. <laughs> where no, nobody fucks. They're just really polite. Um Okay, so since the beginning of 2023, certain states in the U.S. have passed laws banning drag shows, restricting the transgender community from access to gender-affirming care, and from participation in sporting events, Global Affairs Canada said in a statement to CNN. Neither the statement nor the travel advisory single out specific states or laws, but we know who you yeah, are. Yeah, why not? I wish they would. Like, let's get more ammunition. Get, to... Give us the receipts, Canada. Yes. They're too polite. They're too polite. They don't want to, they don't want to name names. Yeah. They just want to be passive-aggressive about it, I guess. <laughs> On brand, um, but they uh, so 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 human rights campaign um, de- has declared a national state of emergency for LGBTQ people in June here in 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 the U.S., which I didn't I didn't cover it in the news then, so mm-hmm. I don't remember that happening. But um, uh, Kelly Robinson, who's the president, said, "quote LGBTQ plus Americans are living in a state of emergency." The multiplying threats facing millions in our community are not just perceived, they are real, tangible, and dangerous. Yeah, there are people literally fleeing their state because of the laws that are being made against them and their health care and their rights and all that. I'm double fisting. (laughs) It looked like you were going to cheers yourself. Cheers, me. (laughs) Mm. Anyway, Canada, you're right. We're wrong. Mm -hmm. We're sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, But please continue to visit. Bring I, your foreskin. I don't know. Like, well, that, no, don't. I think. Oh, or, I think yeah. it's the opposite. I think don't visit. Okay, let us keep come, your foreskin to yourself. L- let us let us visit your foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> Great. There's so much room in there. <laughs> you can just burrow right in there. And make a home. Oh God! News the second. Great. Okay. Speaking of drag bands, um, there was a d- despite attempts to stop it, there was a joyful local pride festival. Uh, in Blount County, uh, yesterday on Saturday the second. Blount needs some some joy in its life. I can tell just by the name. Well, so there was a, I didn't talk about it on the show last week, but uh, the the um, the ACLU got involved and tried to help out. But basically, the Tennessee drag law, anti drag law, was struck down hmm. as being. Uh, unconstitutionally vague and broad reaching and having a chilling effect on first amendment rights of, of the queer community. And then there was a, uh, a dick bag, fuck face asshole district attorney, Ryan Desmond. And he in Blount County said that he was going to shut down Blount County pride if they had drag Queens, because although the law was struck down as unconstitutionally vague, it was only struck down in that other County, not my County. Mm. So this is the kind of thing that like, but it, but it's unconstitutional. Yeah, like you're just forcing the issue now to be a dick bag. Like anyway. Yeah, you're just trying to like people are trying to rack up political points because they see that the right is glomming onto it. So anything they can do to try to get some get some bonus points out of it from their base. Yep. Well, so fuck that guy. They did it anyway, and they did not shut it down. Oh, and nice. It was magical. That's awesome. That's like proving their threats aren't always real. Sometimes they are, but like other times, if this dude is just doing this for clout, then fine, try it. Yep. And he didn't actually have the stones to back his mouth. Yeah. 
tobacco's dickhole? Whatever you have, I don't know. Whatever, whatever's written down on your paper is your straightest of the week. I'll change it because saying somebody doesn't have the stones. That's <laughs> the stones. That's very straight of me. That's true. Straight as fuck. It's great. I support you and your choices with your mouth hole. Like that one right now. Drinking that drink. Um. Yeah. Um. So so, Blount County Pride. Um. Ari Baker. Blount. Blount <laughs> County Pride Board President Ari Baker. That's that's said, what you're doing with your mouth. Said, quote, it has been a roller coaster of a week, but in the end, we did exactly what we set out to do. And I think everyone who attended knows the love and support that exists for them in Appalachia and Blount County, Tennessee. So um, back to back to the thing that you were saying, though, I do think it's important that you know your rights, but mm. there are quite often a lot of things that dickbag fuckface assholes are wrong about, and they'll just throw it out there, not expecting you to know what your rights are yeah. and not expecting you to know what you can push back on. Yeah. Yeah. And just hoping that you are going to submit. Yeah. Right. Or maybe and, they don't even know that they're wrong. Like they may be right. under false beliefs that they're <laughs> correct. When I mean, so often, do you think Marjorie Taylor Greene's ever read the constitution? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, then again, I haven't either. So I don't hold it against her. I also don't represent anyone. You're not a Congress person. Yeah. Yet. I and would... now, announcing my 2024 run. Shh, it's not announcement time, Kyle. Oh, right. Sorry. I'll do that <laughs> under the announcements. Uh, and then news the last. Great. So um, the U.S. Open saw history when two openly lesbian lesbians played <laughs> against each other in the Grand Slam. <laughs> oh, at the U.S. Open? Yep. What did they open? Right. They're, they're flowers to each other. <laughs> Tennis flowers. Was there... Was there Tennis scissoring? The only time there are balls between two lesbians. <laughs> uh, so Daria Kasatkina and Greet Minnen uh, took to court 17 during round three of the U.S. Open at Flushing Meadows to play for a place in round four. And uh, Kasatkina won in a dramatic 6-3-6-4 win. And uh, it is the first time that two openly gay players have met in a competitive single match at a Grand Slam. So that's really cool. There is some equivocating there, right? Like um, uh, Billie Jean King played against Martina Navratilova back in the day, but uh, but uh, she she wasn't out. Ma- right. Martina Navratilova wasn't out at the time. Uh, several times that has happened, and so even if they're out now and still playing tennis, they haven't played. This is the first time two out lesbians have played each other. Yeah. Um, and we've said before, it's it's fun or interesting that like the firsts keep getting more specific. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Soon it's going to be like, yeah, the first two out lesbians to attend a pride parade while holding hands, wearing the lesbian <laughs> t-shirt with Keds unlaced on one in the left and, and uh, pink socks. Yep. Absolutely. You could be that first lesbians. You could get on it. Get shit done. <laughs> uh, also, I don't care about tennis. Sorry. Oh, I mean, I. But I do care about lesbians. Oh, so, <laughs> so you have care about this story? Yeah, exactly. I care about tennis more. I like. I would actually watch tennis. I need to finish one of these because you, you seem to be. Me. <laughs> you need to stick with one and go for it. That's the news. That's the <laughs> news. Um, speaking of people that have picked one and gone for it, I want to like thank. Yeah, are, like sure. Following like Patreon members, thank you to Anonymous. Oh, oh, who are we'll, you? We'll never know. Who knows? Is it you? It, you're the one that wrote Anonymous in the blank. Uh, Taylor Bradley. Oh, 
might know that bitch. Oh, hey, bitch. It's a fraternity brother. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Gary Kane. Gary Kane. You sound like a secret agent. Chris Mickelson. My- Michael Kane's brother, Michael Kane. <laughs> Gary Kane. Chris Mickelson. Oh. Wasn't Mickelson a golfer? I think Mickelson is. Oh, it's one of the people that runs Snopes. Is the, the Mickelsons? Hmm. Anyway. Could be. Uh, James Onken. 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 <laughs> I knew that that was something like that was going to happen. Um, if you want bonus episodes, content, episodes day early, ad-free episodes, or just to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gayishpodcast. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Do you want to start answering some questions? Let's answer some questions, Kyle. Okay. If you want to put questions in the chat, feel free to go for it, and we will try to read those as well. But we also have questions that you all luckily sent in to our email, posted to our Discord, um, and we're going to answer them starting (laughs) right... What? Ma Johnson is in the comments and she said that Flushing Meadows sounds like it's code for something. And that makes me laugh. That's where the tennis is happening. That's what I do before I get railed. Oh, Flushing Meadows. Yeah. yeah Flushing sure. Meadows. But your hole is called Meadows? Yep. Okay, great. Because it's gorgeous. <laughs> in the summertime, can't beat it. Uh, first question. First question, Derek. All right. We'll start with the deep, deep question for Ma Johnson. Okay, Ooh. great. Is it true that the dick that hangs to the left is attached <laughs> to a party guy, or is it when the penis is hanging to the right? <laughs> you know it's a Ma question when we have to take a breath and then reflect it's like, is it like the Coriolis effect? I don't know what that is. That's the thing that like toilets flush one direction in the northern hemisphere and they mm. flush in the other direction in the southern hemisphere, but it's actually all bullshit. It just sounds nice. Like, because you look at like weather systems and they do rotate different direction depending on which hemisphere they're in. Basically what I'm saying is the left facing dick is the party guy in the northern hemisphere. Mm. If it's, if it's, it's right in Australia. See, I was going more a mullet. Business to the left, party to the right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah? Yeah. The the dick mullet. Oh, that'd be like a merkin that's shaved weird. Oh, my God. Those people that do the, like, pubic hair, like, haircut, fancy haircut shave things. <laughs> do you? Here's a question from uh, me to you. Okay, great. Do you, what do you do with your pubes? Do you treat them good? Do you let them just t- be themselves? I use the Manscaped Lawnmower 3. <laughs> the new Manscaped Lawnmower. They're not paying us to say this anymore, they so fuck to. them. But I do use the free one that they sent us oh, nice. because we were schlepping for them yeah. at one point. Yeah. I, I legit, that's what I do. I just like, I just take a look down there and I'm like, who looks like they're not behaving today? <laughs> 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 Anyone want to raise their hand? Because you're getting cut first. Yeah. How about you? How about you? How about you? How about you? Uh, it depends. On, I think I. It's like my hair. Like I should have regular scheduled haircuts, but I just wait until my hair gets unruly and then I cut it all the way down. Yeah. And then wait till it grows back out again. I think that's the same way I treat my pubes. So you just go like smooth as a dolphin once every no, six months. Never have I ever. <laughs> I don't shave my head ever. Oh, well. I did that once before. Did and you, it wasn't a good look. Did yeah. you really? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it's you, just not. It's, you don't want to do that again? No, no. It's it's not. My hair goes so far back. Like my little, like this thing goes far back enough that when I shave my head, it doesn't look good. I need some stuff up here to kind of. Yeah, your your widow's peak is. Yeah, it like, it's. And based on my mom's dad, it's going to get more widowier and more peakier. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. 
Thanks, Mom. Thanks for the question. <laughs> All right, next question comes from Greg Bone. Bone? Bone? See, it's not as easy as it looks. If the Gayish podcast was an option in the classic hanky code, what color or pattern would it be? And what would the significance of wearing it in the left or right side be? Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean... I think kind of like a like a sheer like a translucent rainbowy pattern is probably the the right the right call. Oh. And uh the left pocket means you like to nose blast and the right pocket means you like to get nose blasted. You nose blasty? Yeah. <laughs> That's way more I like your answer. A sheer rainbow kind of pattern mm -hmm. that's super adorable i love that i was gonna say a piss top <laughs> i was gonna say yellow <laughs> yellow <laughs> it's just a water slide over here sure <laughs> it's just sea world some days oh my god you don't know what's happening under this table it's just rain and men <laughs> hallelujah it's <laughs> What are we doing, Kyle? Uh, well, 350 of these. You're still listening. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably your fault. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do, you, do you have an answer, Derek? Do you want to answer? Mm. You're part of this crew. I didn't even think about it. Um, no, I like the sheer rainbow look. That's genius. Okay. Yeah, that's no. adorable. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we're like cute. Yeah, we're, we're super cute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like sit here and look pretty a lot of the time. So, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. That, good, that, good, that thing, good thing you're off camera. <laughs> <laughs> that hanky doesn't actually the one you described doesn't actually mean anything, but it looks cute. Right. That describes us very well. <laughs> Excellent. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Yeah, How did your close friends and family initially react to your podcast, and what feedback have they given you over the years? I. I think our friends listened at first, but it kind of had fallen off mm -hmm. over time. I think especially as people don't have commutes anymore. I think people used to listen to us when they, before the pandemic, when they would be on their commutes. And I think that's happened to a lot of people where they stopped listening to podcasts. Oh no, I'm giving a real answer instead of a fun answer. No, no, no. Um, it's, you can do both. Okay. Yeah. Um, I give you permission. Great. It's like a bisexual. <laughs> you can do both. Um, I So at first, I think we got a lot of good feedback, but how much of that is real and how much of that is just people being nice to us because we're their friends. See, this is where we're very different people, Kyle. Like when somebody looks me in the face and says, I listened to your show the other day and I really liked it. I just, I, my brain goes, Oh, they really liked our show. Smile and says, thank you. And then moves on. Meanwhile, like you like have a crisis about it. Like, are they? Well, okay. Not everyone <laughs> that said they liked the show likes the show. Really? Really? Are oh, you... for sure. You need to. You. We both need a little bit of each other's energy. Like, you need to doubt a little bit when someone says, "Like, oh, I just sat through your play, and what a good job you did." Like, that's what people are obligated to say. So, some of it's true, and some of it's not. I think you often. I do need to take a. Uh, uh, a note from you hmm. and just say thank you and move on. But mm -hmm. also, you need a little more healthy skepticism. All right. Okay. What did people, what do you think people said to you initially? Well, before or after we had all of them on the show in the first 10 episodes. Mm. <laughs> we had all of our friends. Yes. 
within the first 10, 15 episodes, all of our friends, <laughs> all of your family were on the yeah. show because we were like, what are we doing here? I don't know. I think it was fun. I think it was good, interesting content at first. Yeah. Well, and in, in those early days, I think we were really sort of like everybody, like every podcast, trying to figure out the cadence of how to do this business and like how do we record it and not have it sound terrible mm -hmm. and like how much are we going to involve other people and how much of our lives are we going to bring to the show versus not we were still talking about like if 50 people listen that'll be a huge deal which mm -hmm. that's you know that's still true yeah um, <laughs> uh, but yeah the, the, i mean the feedback was always really encouraging and um Sorry, anybody who I'm related to or is a friend who is listening to this. I found the feedback from randos m much more fulfilling or heartwarming. Like we oh, had yeah. to have people from bumfuck Georgia write in and say, like, I don't have a queer community because I live where I live. Thank you for making me feel like I have a community for an hour a week. That that kind of feedback really, really, really affected me. Yeah. And, and so... I agree. Yeah. Before I told my dad to stop listening, he is interesting. He liked just being able to hear my voice. Mm -hmm. It was more about, and I think maybe some friends do this, uh, maybe still, I don't know, just feels like we're connected in that, like, but it's like parasocial, but it's not parasocial because I'm yeah. actually real life friends with them and want them to know what's going on in my life. So for some people, they were like, I get to get updated on your life. So I feel like I know what's going on with you, even yeah. though we haven't talked in months. Um, so that part is actually kind of cool. It's like a little diary that other people are reading that you want them to hear. Yeah. The, the parasocial phenomenon, everybody, I, we, we haven't talked about it on the show too recently, mm -mm. but like it's a well-studied psychological phenomenon that whatever content you put into your head, even if it's fiction, there's a part of your brain that can't help but feel connected to those people as if you know them. So like... It works to our benefit because you keep listening, but you mm -hmm. don't. You don't actually know us, like. <laughs> but yeah. there's just like humans can't help themselves; they connect that way. Yeah. So. Um. Actually, I got some questions from Riverside.fm. Oh, great! And it the is, podcasting platform. Yep. Is it that why, we don't use? Why don't you use us instead yeah. of Zencaster? <laughs> That's a specific podcast joke that no one will get but us. Um, it is the ultimate list of podcast interview questions to ask in 2023. Ooh, okay. Apparently they change every year. I don't know why that would happen. Yeah. But speaking of this, one of the questions is, what do people misunderstand about you most? What do people misunderstand about us most? As people or as a show? I was thinking like, Ba people that listen to the show, what do you think they misunderstand about you based on what they've heard versus who you are in real life? Um, I I think, well, I, I, like I, I say to people all the time that like podcast mic and real life mic are about 85% the same person, mm -hmm. but there is like a 15% difference. Real life mic is um, a lot more private about stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't talk about a lot of things that I talk about on the show. Um, and so then when people do meet me outside of the show, cause get recognized or um, we do slutty texts and then arrange to meet. Um, <laughs> I, but I, I think, I think that there's a, it, it, there's a, they're surprised, I guess that they, they can't just like tell me about their scorching herpes or whatever. And like, uh, we're just 
I'm just, I'm not, a, I'm not that person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I've had that happen to me where someone was just like, oh, so I struggle with depression and I've been dealing with it. Like, and I was like, I don't, I guess you've heard a lot about my, like, I, I've never talked to you before. So I think some people do that. Um, there's like this imbalance of information that I think people try to maybe overcorrect for sometimes by, by over divulging stuff. Yep. Yep. Most, I'm not talking about like when we do, when we've done live shows recently, people divulge the right amount of information, like to walk up and be like, I have social anxiety, but I came here anyway. That's the right amount of information to divulge, to be like, cool. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you, you know that, that it helped and you overcame that. But I'm talking about people that like you meet up in a bar and all of a sudden you're 20 minutes in and you've like heard about their medical history and yep. their therapist appointments. And yep. you know, you're like, Whoa. Yep. 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 Uh, I, I also think I'm not nearly as slutty as it sounds like I am. Like, <gasps> I don't hook up with that many listeners. I don't talk dirty to that many listeners. So those of you that I do, you're welcome. But wow, like, but yeah, even like, more special than they thought. <laughs> they thought they were one in a million, but now they're like one in... 50. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I think that too. I think that um, I come across as far more... I think to podcast listeners, I come across way sluttier. I think to my friends, I am sluttier than I let on. Mm. Yeah, that checks out. I agree. I a, yeah, yeah. I think there's a there's a slut balance in there that that I haven't found mm-hmm. of letting everyone know exactly the right amount of sluttiness that I am. Mm-hmm. Next question. Yes. All right. How are we doing, Derek? Great. Yeah. Um. So, someone who wants to go by the name about a half a date a year wants to know: Are you guys going on fewer dates, or is it just me? Kind of a good segue to what you're just talking about. Mm. Oh. I it, like in the past three years, I mean, pandemic is part of the breakup and then pandemic between all of that. I have not been on any dates. So the fact that I've been going on any dates recently is n- new for me. So I've been going on more dates. I think I've got, but that's like dates with three different people is. Yeah. That's more than I've. Yeah. I th- I think you've been. It feels like you've been dating a lot lately. No, I don't know about a lot. I've been uh, going, I went on, I've been on a few dates with one guy Hmm. and I've been on single dates with a couple other guys. Mm -hmm. So that, I mean, that's not super many people, but far more than it was, Mm -hmm. has ever been in the past few years. Yep. What about you? Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to have my drink and sit back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So it is very, very new and I worried about talking about it and I have a boyfriend and like, so did a whole bunch of dating there for a couple of months and eventually one of them won by <laughs> killing all of the others. <laughs> it's like mortal combat, but for dating Mike. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. One, one got a rose. So. Um, how much do you want to share about it? The relationship, um, it's it's going really well. I don't think I've ever felt like this comfortable this quickly with anybody, and um, um, I'm for whatever reason I I feel the need to be like really protective of his identity. Um, we're still working on like what all the boundaries are, and like it's like seriously, we DTR'd like a week ago, Kyle. So <laughs> like I, I we're 
this it's very new new days but um it's really sweet really having a great time um and i'm excited about it that's awesome yeah I don't. I need to react to you, like, because it feels weird if I'm just like, okay, oh, but yeah, we ha- we've we've already done him. this. <laughs> I know, yeah. You know him. I just still need to be like, cool, congrats, that's exciting. And but I sound so you, flippant you, you, when you I have, say you have to be the audience's voice. Yes, right now. I do for sure. I'm seeing some very positive, happy reactions in the comments. Mm. Yay, love it. That's awesome, Mike. So there, we can we can literally channel the audience instead of my fake reactions because I already know this information. Yep. Yep. That is exciting. Yeah. You seem really happy with him. Yeah. He's just easy to be with. And like, I also don't worry about him mm-hmm. at all. Like, part of my like major malfunction usually is managing somebody else's feelings. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I haven't been doing that and have actively mm-hmm. been trying not to. And so that's been, it's been great. Yeah. No, Brian Wong, he is not a listener. He is intentionally not a listener. Before, unintentionally, now intentionally not a oh, listener. Oh, he specifically doesn't listen to? Uh, correct. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And not because I've asked him not to. He, he can do whatever he wants to. But um, but yeah, he, he's just like, he, I, he would rather hear it from me, I think, than on this fucking podcast. So yeah, yeah. that's that's what he chooses to do. It's interesting. I've been better on dates about sharing. I mean, especially without a job, being able to like when people talk about things they do or hobbies or just it comes up, I've been better at telling people that I do a podcast mm-hmm, and what it's mm-hmm. called even. Yeah. And I think everyone I've gone on a date with has been like, oh, I listened to an episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which... I'm that this is the longest form of marketing ever is a one-on-one in-person marketing, but through dating apps. But um, it's interesting that it's very nice that people would take the time to listen. And I think maybe just an episode or two is a good amount to be like, now I get what you do and what you're describing when you talk about the podcast and, but not too much to where it like gives them this, I was like, I've told them, you're going to get a lot of information about me if yeah. you listen. That's exactly how I put it, too. You're going to learn all kinds of shit about me yeah. that I don't know and if you want to know. And it also depends on the episode. Some episodes are more personal than others. So you yeah. can, like, I think one guy listened to the Boners episode oh, from Chicago. That's a good so, one. So, yeah, that's a good new... Ch- I don't think, like, we talked too much about, like, what our personal... I don't know. That's a light, good, fun, lighthearted topic. We talked about Boners a whole bunch. A whole bunch. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, Yeah, what was I going to tell you? You don't know, because it was in my head. Mm-hmm. That's, that's podcasting, baby. Yeah, usually um, this is the part that I edit out, because we just sit quietly and look at each other. Right. Right. You don't know how many quiet silences that I have to edit out. Oh, I okay. So when when somebody does listen to a show, what's has anybody been like? I listened to fill in the blank, and you're like, oh no, no. Because uh, this one guy told me which episode he listened to, but most people don't tell me the episode they listen to, and I don't ask. So luckily, like I think if someone listened to any of the like super personal ones mm. like Demi or mm. depression or self-harm. Like mm. I think there are a handful out there that they could accidentally pick randomly and be like, Oh, that's not, 
the type of information I would disclose to a rando or a person I'm going on a date with. But so far, no one's done that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. There's still time. I'm still dating. I, for one, have not found a boyfriend. So, well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe this is your year too, Kyle. I don't know. Yeah. Also, oh, I didn't tell you this. We haven't talked about this, everybody. We're gonna have, we're gonna talk about something. Oh, like be real friends like, for be, a second. Be real friends for a second. Uh, uh, we were looking at schedules the other day, and um, he might want to come to Houston. Oh no way! I'm like, we're doing a live show in Houston, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, October fifteenth at noon at Kiki, the Houston live show, right there um, in Montrose. That's um, cool, yeah. isn't it? I think so. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. And part of it is because he doesn't listen to the show. So I'm like, I'm, I am interested in having him like see what we do and to like get it. But also, is a live show live the the right way to do it? I don't. I don't know. And anyway, mostly, he would just have to know. Like, he has to. Some people don't get the like. Okay, this is a live show. Like, so you gotta like step back and not be in the way because yeah. there's gonna be setup. There's gonna be like nerves that you like some people you have to keep your pants on (laughs) (laughs) well sure i'm just like sometimes some people just like walk up and are starting to chat and i'm like i have to go on the show in five minutes i don't want to talk to anyone i'm nervous i'm an anxious wreck here like why are you talking to me Mm -hmm. anyway as long as he knows to step the fuck off and let you do your thing Oh, I would just be like, leave Kyle alone and make out with me, and it would be, it'd oh. be fine. Well, no, I'm not worried about me. I'd oh. be like, free. Oh, I'm not worried about me. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. Moving sure. on. Are we t- okay? How how is our pacing? Do we need to answer these quicker? Do we need to slow down? Yes. I mean, we can do whatever we want to. You do whatever you want to. It's your podcast. Great. All right. Uh, I suspect this next question's from Maude Johnson. I suspect there's some um, underlying uh, desire here. She wants to know where mm. you put your toys when you're not using them. Oh, oh, they just live in my ass. <laughs> Look, your, your your rectum is like a bag of holding from D and D. Just throw it all in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a drawer. I have a drawer that has. All of all of the toys, and uh, especially the ones that get sent to me by listeners. <laughs> so, Are, do you ahead. have favorites? I don't really use them. Oh, I really don't. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say never, obvi, but like, it's just not my preference. Hmm. So, you know, hmm. I have um, like the essentials, like lube, butt plug. Oh, lube doesn't count. It's in the nightstand. Yeah, no, I know. But I just <laughs> was saying, like my like my kind of essential things are either go like usually because I don't have people over that often. You mm. have people in and out of here, like you're a fucking Bank of America. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, it, yeah, you. Have, it, it, I charge to talk to a teller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Um, but oh no, there's a better joke about deposits. I'm sure. Oh sure. <laughs> Your convenience fee or something. Um. Uh, so mine usually, since no one is at my place, are sitting on the headboard of my bed, just out in the open. And then when people come over, I usually just like put them behind my bed. My bed is like has like little like <laughs> empty space that I can put it right behind the bed. We should, we could we could mount a curtain mm. that covers them. But so that you could like also do a reveal if you oh, wanted to. Oh yeah, boys walk in and then we go. You stay right there. 
I like this for you. Yeah. All right, next one from Joe in Dallas. Great. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. This Please is, come to Houston. You can drive there. I've seen it on a map. <clears throat> this is structured like a fuck, Mary kill. Oh. But he gave different categories. Okay. Choke you, angry fuck you, or cock tease you. And the three people. <gasps> okay. Henry Cavill <clears throat> in a backwards baseball cap. Uh, Francois Sagat. I don't know who that is. Okay. Uh, and Michael B. Jordan. Oh God! It. Go ahead, Kyle. Choke me, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Angry fuck me, Henry Cavill with a backwards hat. Okay. I don't know who the other guy is. Francois so can, Sagat. So he can be the. What was the last option? Uh, Cocktease. He can cocktease me because I don't know who. Surely, if he's in this list, he's someone hot. Okay, so here, here's here's the thing. Okay. What's the thing? I'm interested in the cocktease option and what it means because I'm going to be Mike about the question. No, I'm curious. I'm curious to see where this is going. I assume if you've been choked or angry fucked, they're going to like drop a load and leave and go away. And the cocktease is like the merry version of this fuck Mary kill because like they can keep teasing for a while. Like, which one do you want to, like, be titillated by, but mm. not actually mm-hmm. get to bang, but, mm-hmm. like, for a long period of time? Mm-hmm. So, right, like, like they could choke you out and then leave. They could angry fuck you and then leave. Or you can spend some quality time with them. In which case, Henry Cavill, I think I want to cock tease. I want him to do dirty, dirty things to me because that boy is fucking smoking ass hot. And I, like, I, I would just want to be around him. Like, does cock teasing include just holding me? Cuddling me and telling me I'm smart and pretty. Your definition of cock tease is the 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 uh, just a beautiful insight into your soul. I, that's just sure, Mike. It can it can mean cuddling. Oh, great. Maybe for some people, cuddling is cock teasing. I don't know. It's Joe's question, Joe. It's if you're your, <laughs> no, but it's your answer. We just live in this world that you've created. So what what, what did you, what did you land anywhere? You, you want head? I don't. Uh, I don't think he's as he's obviously hot and like Henry he's Cavill. Regular, yeah. No, my but, God. But I Do didn't not, say anything. I didn't say anything <laughs> you yet. Your you fuck off mouth. right now. I will jump down your throat and explode you from the inside. <laughs> oh. Um. I just don't think he's as. <laughs> I just don't think he's as hot as other celebrities. Incorrect. That is. He's just that is not just incorrect. He. If if I saw him at a bar, obviously I'd be like, "Oh, he's super hot." But like compared to it, celebrity comparison, he's just not that hot. Oh my god, you are so wrong. About I'm that. not though. I hope everyone lights you up over Please that comment. Bring it. I there's just I don't know. Well, you and AE can like not vie for attention. Then AE Coleman is also on team Henry Cavill equals Blair. Yeah. All right. All right, next question comes from A.E. Coleman. Oh, great. Yeah. Hi, A.E. <laughs> You're dead to me. When playing D&D, what is your favorite race and or class? Do you ever experience personal issues with your character, like playing with gender or intentionally giving your character problems you deal with? Hi. Hi. You pointed at me. Yeah. Why? Because you're currently playing a non-binary oh. character in our D&D group. Sure. You can talk. Yeah, Mike. You <laughs> You can talk about my D&D characters. What are my favorite D&D characters to play? 
your current one, I guess. I don't oh, know. Mm. I really, I played um, the longest one I played in our last campaign was a barbarian half orc. I liked that. We played three sessions uh, with. I did a fighter um, named uh, Kumbuke. Oh yeah, a Kumbuke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for, for the podcast for the podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for a uh, patreon bonus thing for our D episode i really like playing a fighter that's one i would want to play again i like playing like the big strong dudes that just like get in front of people and fuck shit up i think that's so fun to play hmm. like i right now i'm playing a paladin and it's fine and i get to do spell casting which i've never done before um but i just like the big fighting dudes that stand in front of shit but yes um i am playing a non-binary character named dr madocta uh who is AFAB and non-binary and our D&D crew sometimes remembers to refer to them with they, them pronouns, mm-hmm. um, but not always. And I never correct them because I'm non-confrontational. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's an interesting exploration of gender that I think is timely yeah, and personal. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously not Hundo P, but like, I think that we've done pretty good with them and their pronouns. Like, mm. No? Eh, it's like 50-50. Okay. As a group. All right. Not you specifically, but... Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm reading the how wrong I am comments from a couple people. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Well, Josh and John Paul are married to each other. It's fine. They have I, to have the same opinion. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> care about them. So anyway, what about you, Mike? <laughs> Uh, I tend to like to play any of the classes that are casters. I think that like um, I'm I'm really enamored with the idea that like sure you can have skills and practice stuff, but the like just being being smart means you have actual power. I really enjoy that mm. and wish that that's how real life works. Mm. <laughs> um, and then I but I I normally play humans like I, I maybe sometimes an elf. I did play a halfling rogue once that um, he was. I, I we did the rolling way of doing ability scores, and so I had a three. I rolled a three, and the the DM was like, "You have to keep the scores that you rolled." So I was like, "Okay, it's three Constitution." What? So in my head, he was like Gollum because like he had the <laughs> the most sickly low Constitution, and it's funny too because like then when you um when you go up a level. Some DMs have you take a standard number and then you add your constitution modifier or you can roll and add your constitution modifier. And this particular group I was with, most of us would roll for it. So at three, I think the modifier is like a minus three or minus four. Hmm. I rolled for hit points and I rolled a three. My maximum hit points went down a point when I leveled up. <laughs> that because... seems that seems like a flaw in the matrix that that shouldn't be allowed. If you level up, you can't go down in hit points. That's just mean. Yeah. Anyway, do you have who would you play next? Who would I play next? I miss being a DM, to be honest. Oh yeah, you would be a DM next. Yeah. Oh. Um. But it, but uh, I think. I think I want to be like a necromancery mage type, like oh. just do that, like evil fuckface kind of, like you question their motives all the time. Yeah, kind of a person. If we did that kind of party, then I could finally try out a rogue. I, I there, I, I feel like I don't 
want to do things in the like rogue is be like Ooh, I'm a sneaky backstabber. Oh, yeah. I'll get you. Ooh. <laughs> you know, like, I just like don't want to do the classic like, rogue. Why do you sound like the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Or the, or the Riddler. The Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be this Batman. <laughs> now I want Twerry the Twonk oh, fucks no. the Riddler. Oh, no. And Mickey Mouse does, like, I don't know, commentary? Anyways. <laughs> Coming soon on animated gayish. Um, what next? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to everyone who doesn't play D anD D, and that meant nothing for. That's fine. They can fucking deal with it for ten minutes, Kyle. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Uh, another one from Joe in Dallas. What city or country would you most like to take the gayish to next on uh, any next uh, tour next year? Pre- ne- <clears throat> years in the future. Okay. Okay. Are we doing a tour next year, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, we are. We are? Is it, is oh, it okay. announcement time? No. Oh, yeah. We need to do some announcements at some point. Yeah, we have announcements, everybody. What are the announcements? Here we go. So we had said for a long ass time, we had a benchmark in Patreon, and we said once we got above... Uh, a, a, a number that we would do a tour and we literally were over and back under and over and back under that number like month after month for a really long time but we've been over now for like more than a quarter yeah um so we're, we're gonna do a couple of things as a result of that one is we're going to record like the director's commentary cut of our first episode kyle yeah. and i are going to go through and and give our you know memories and 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 reactions to what we talk about and offer that as a bonus track that people can listen to on patreon um, but also we're going to do a tour so this six city tour for our sixth birthday is not the patreon tour we're going to do a tour next year in 2024 I'm in the planning for that. So this is a very germane question to that whole thing, mm. right? Like where where else where else might we go? There are some places overseas where we have enough listeners that I think it would be worth it for us to go. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, Canada is the obvious choice just because it like they're right there. And we have yeah. a couple of pockets of like big pockets of listeners. Like we've got we've got Toronto. Is a good city for us. Vancouver is a good city for us. So. Oh, Vancouver! That's just like we can we can take a big piss and we'll be in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Nope, Vancouver. Yep, yep. Vancouver. Well, I would we I would piss on Toronto. I would <laughs> I would jump to Vancouver. I would also go back to uh, uh, Chicago in a heartbeat. I I thought I thought that show was really great. I really loved mm. that that crowd and that energy and I, I, w- I would love to go back to Chicago. If we're talking about places to go back to, I would go back to Portland. Portland was mm. like given the relative size of the city, the audience was far bigger than it should have been. Yeah. Like the, and and the audience was super supportive and awesome. So, um, but new places, I agree, Canada would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and the UK, we have, we have good numbers in the UK too. So I, I think that, that London... Uh, would be would be good. Manchester is a weirdly good city for us. I guess Manchester's super ass gay. Um, you know, you Brits can tell me if I'm right about that or not. Uh, and then and then uh, Ireland. It would be great to go to Dublin. And that's another pretty good city for us, um, like listenership wise. And uh, I don't know if everyone realizes like we can only afford to do this because of Patreon. It is not yeah. like ticket we're, sales. We're, we're we're losing our ass on this tour. 
we're we're paying it be- through Patreon through yeah. the funds that y'all provide, and so we really appreciate people that support us mm-hmm. through Patreon. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we answered the question. Do we answer the question? Yeah, Derek, where do you want to go next year? That's one. Like, there are very few perks to this job, but one of them is that we get to take you places. So we're oh, internationally, like <laughs> Europe, London. Mm. South America somewhere, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The oh, Australia. The mm-hmm. We do. We have a lot of Australians too. That's I've true. Always wanted to go to Australia. It is so far. It is very far. It, it's so down yeah. there. Like it's it's down under, Kyle. It's, That's yeah. why they call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tours, yeah, we've spoken with a lot of people. What has been your favorite fan interactions? <sighs> heavy sigh from Mike. He's just like a reflective. I'm going I'm be... assuming you mean the ones that I haven't banged. I mean, there was no stipulations on this. <laughs> Answer there, it how you will. There is another question. How many gayish listeners have you hooked up with and uh, how many are Patreon members? All right. Well, let's get to the let's do the first one first then. Um <laughs> I uh, want to know the answer to the second one. I I genuinely, I, this sounds so, I hate how it sounds. That's the thing, hmm. right? Like when we do a live show and then afterwards people are hanging out and they come up and talk to us or whatever. In that moment, it sounds so douchey, but you feel like a celebrity for a oh, little yeah. bit, right? Like people are like super excited to just meet us and say hi and like take a picture with take us. a picture or, you know, sign something like whatever. And um, I just, it, it's it's surreal. Yeah. And feels weird. Yeah. But it's also super great and fun. Like, people are so nice. Um, now, I don't know about the shot of Malort in Chicago. No, that, that was, was rude. That was <laughs> the worst. That was mean. <laughs> Don't let anyone from Chicago trick you into doing a shot of Malort. Yeah, not great. Um but favorite? Favorite interaction? One that stands out to me is um in that Portland show that I just mentioned, it was one of our kind of early like live shows that that we planned and by we I mean you of course, you planned yep. and um, it's my department, Kyle. It's your, yes, yes. You are the live show tour manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was one of the earlier ones that we were doing just a three city tour and someone came up and he had done his like gayest and straightest and like later came up and said like, I babbled my social anxiety just to come here and I told myself I was going to do my gayest and straightest and I did it in spite of that. And I just had no idea based on his gayest and straightest, I would have never guessed that he was like wrestling with social anxiety to even come to the show, much less do that. Yeah. So it just made me like really happy that someone would trust us enough to not only come to the show, but then also tell me about that later and realize that me talking about that helps other people know that they're in a place that understands what that feels like mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that was just a really cool moment where i realized that like i'm really glad that i've talked about social anxiety and other people can relate to it and they can still come out to a show yeah for sure i think my favorite type 
it's not a specific example, but my favorite type of interaction. Um, it's happened. I don't want to exaggerate. Five or six times now, uh, somebody has recognized my voice, <laughs> and I really enjoyed that. Like, I, the, you know, it, every every time somebody will like turn and look at me, and then they'll, "Are you Mike?" Like, and then they'll because they heard my voice. I really enjoyed that. Didn't someone make you like? say something again oh, so that they happened. could hear your voice that happened in seattle yeah i was waiting in line for the bathroom and i was like no go ahead like you know it's your turn or i oh, i i remember i said are you the end of the line are you the end of the line and the guy two people in front said say that again <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you're like, like no i don't know are you the end of the line are you mike yeah i've never had that happen it's so great huh. all right Oh, yeah, the next part. Oh, God. I'm going to make you ask it again so I can stall for time. How many gayest listeners have you hooked up with and how many of them were Patreon members? Um, Mike is hiding that he's opening another drink in order to reflect on this question. And all the choices that have led me here. I, okay, while you, were, while you think and reflect, one person I've hooked up with was like after we hooked up was like oh yeah i've heard the podcast like mm. it was very weird and surprising and i i don't know it was i felt it felt like Do you feel dirty of, <laughs> it felt like a little bit like they were tricking me into it or something like uh. i don't know why that didn't that didn't come up at first but it came up when he was leaving <laughs> i don't know it just felt very weird hmm. i'm not sure all right like, uh, just if, if you're not going to say it before, don't say it after. Just don't say it at all. I don't know why it had to come up after. Well, and what's the proper response on your part? Because I think maybe to be pissed. Like, I mean, like, oh, God, I wish I were better at than at having sex with you. I don't know. <laughs> like, so that just in case this comes out, it, I don't know, in case this gets posted to our Facebook. I, hold on. Let me do it better. No, no, no. Get back in bed. Let me be better at this. I don't know. Oh, God. What about you, Mike? How many? It was like one a year for a while. <laughs> and we've been going for six years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you do the math. Yep. Yep. But like actually like hooked up. <sighs> five. Five. Final answer. Five. Okay. How many of them are Patreon supporters? Zero that I know of. Hmm. But there is, for example, Anonymous, which I announced before, so we have no idea. Yeah, Maybe that's true. they are. That's true. Maybe I've hooked up with more Patreon members. I have no idea. Who are you, Anonymous? We will break this. I have kissed a Patreon supporter. That's not really a hookup, but that happened. Because they were... Is that one of the perks? What what dollar amount? Yeah, what what tier? <laughs> I would I would add a I'll make out with you tier. If you give us two hundred a month, I'll make out with you. Shit, I'll do it for two fifty. Two dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> I'll pay in fact I'll pay you to make out with me. Someone make out with me, please. <laughs> well, with that, any advice on how to find a boyfriend or even hookups? I know apps suck, so what advice do you have to find something real or just get some hot sex? Oh, well, Mike's got the boyfriend side. Mm. So how did that happen? What advice do you have to people? I met this one on Grindr. 
Wow. Yeah. How do you make a grinder th- grinder individual turn into a boyfriend? <sighs> okay, so to back up. Okay. The apps suck. The apps mm. fucking suck. That's absolutely true. And it really can be, from a certain perspective, if your heart can take it, a just a numbers game, right? Like, you just got to... There's hundreds of thousands of dudes on there, and 99% of them are terrible, and or won't write you back, and or will send you their dick without being asked, and or will demand that you send them yours, or like there's a lot of shitty, shitty interactions to be had out there on the app. My advice is, I guess, to, if you can, not let that get you down. Understand that you're playing a numbers game without dehumanizing anybody. Um, for me, and the way that I'm wired, and the way that I like to meet people and date or whatever move it to an in-person interaction as quickly as possible. Hmm. And I don't mean banging. I mean a cocktail or a meal. Because the person that doesn't want to get a cocktail or a meal just wants a transactional fuck and to never talk again. So if that's not what you want, if you're looking for a relationship, insist on that being your first interaction. Um, and uh, then just be like really honest with yourself what you're looking for. Um. I don't know. I'm getting drunk, Kyle. That's, That's what's happening. What we do every 50 episodes. <laughs> Great. Um, How I about th- you? What do you think? What do you think? I think for the for the hookup side, I think it's the same thing. It, it's still a numbers game. Like you're going to say. Sup. I think you're going to say, hey, hey, what's up to a lot of people. I like hooked Yo. up. With, I hooked up with this guy where um, we ended up talking about just like our like online game and what we do and our strategies and he was like, I've stopped. It's it's not a uh, having opening interesting opening lines doesn't help. Yeah. Just say hey to a ton of people, mm-hmm. and the one and you'll get if someone's interested. You don't need a really interesting line. Like you know that getting a hey means I'm interested, mm. and they will reply to you and get back to you. Yeah. Especially in the hookup world, like if you're doing a hookup kind of thing. A hey is, I want to fuck you. Hmm. And if they reply, then take it from there. Hmm. I think I need a little bit of kind of like sexual talk and like, what do you, I, everyone, people complain about it, but like, what are you into is not, that's both trying to understand what they're into and also like, hey, talk dirty to me, like get me into this. Yeah. yeah. And so like, you got to do a little bit of that, like, I've answered this question a million times, but I'm going to answer it again. And that's when you start tailoring it to this person, see what their profile says, see what they like and start to tailor your answers to that. (laughs) And then start talking about like, Oh, do you like that thing? What would you try this? Okay. And then, but then like you said, but then quickly move it in person Hmm. because some people are just on there to have those conversations and then ghost you. So some just want pics. Some just want to feel validated virtually, but you've got to you've got to just be okay with that being the case not get too attached and like push through it yeah 
Um, also, Grinder has this feature where you can save responses, and oh, there you I, go. I, I, like there are these templates for how conversations go, and I f- feel bad slash gross, but it's it is useful to not have to fucking type the same shit every single time and just have it saved. So well, use it's like <laughs> when someone says into, it's like okay, like let me get pull out my list of of shit that yep. I'm usually type here. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's do an announcement. Let's do an announcement. Which one do you want to do? Um, hey Kyle. Hey Mike. We're an award winning podcast now. We have, I've written award nominated in so many places over the course of our six years. We are finally an award winning podcast. Yeah. Uh, PopCon, uh, gave us the award for best LGBT podcast. Yeah, they did. Um, also, we were a finalist. That was means we were among the top three for best intro. Yeah. That's all you. I'm an award-nominated composer, everybody. You are for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And we were runner-up for best overall podcast yeah. at the PopCon Awards. PopCon Awards are in Indianapolis, which mm-hmm. I think it's really funny. They let us know that we won on Monday and said, we're pretty sure you're not going to be there in person to receive your reward on Friday. I'm like, but bitch, I would have. I know you, you would have. I, I mean, Indianapolis is fine. You would have gone there to, to pick accept- up a reward? Absolutely. Oh, wow. <laughs> you should have gone. Uh, PopCon is really fun too. Just looking at like all of the pictures and shit. There's like, um, uh, th- there's a giant Appa from uh, Avatar that people were climbing on and taking pictures, and uh, pe- lots of cosplayers. I don't know what their thing is. It just seems all over the Pop. place. I mean, like, they, they seem to have like people from Star Trek and you know nerdy sh- shit, like people fr- that have been in all these various nerd shit, like celebrities yeah. that are there for you know the signings and yeah. Um, yeah. So, but we are PopCon's 2023 Best LGBT Podcast Award winner. Yeah, we finally nabbed an award. Yep. After being nominated so many times for lots of things or a handful of things. And I don't know if they're going to send us a trophy, but if they don't, I'm going to make one. Buy ourselves a trophy. <laughs> I a, love that. There's for a trophy us. store like six blocks from here, so that's amazing. Just run over there. <laughs> well congratulations to us and we are up for a podcast award which is the uh the uh, ceremony is at the end of september um so we might are every year we might be a multi-award winning podcast i mean but probably not going up against derek and romaine we've lost to them so many times (laughs) six times it's hard to keep track seven maybe six to seven this may be our seventh one yeah 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 All right, next question from Chase, the gay math teacher. Oh, yeah. Hey, Chase. Hey, Chase. He wants to know, what do you think educators in the country can do or say to make schools a safe place for queer and questioning students? Um, not reside in Florida. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Be in a better state. Um, <laughs> uh, I remember, it's interesting. I remember um, I had what was ended up being an amazing professor but my freshman year my business 101 class i had a lesbian as a professor and i didn't realize she was a lesbian until a year or something later she wasn't closeted but she didn't like say hello welcome class i'm a lesbian Mm -hmm, we're mm -hmm. gonna do 101 um but one of the only things that she shared with us is that 
it was still legal to fire people from being for being gay. Oh yeah. And and I think that's an important thing that people should know, but also that being the only thing she shared with us, I didn't I didn't feel like welcomed and included because of that, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think there's a lot of shitty hard things going on, but to make people feel welcome and included, I think try to find a way to share what great things there are about being gay too. Yeah. Um, and try to balance that with, with the not try to like pretend like everything's all roses and sunshine. Try to balance that with some good things that are happening as well. And, some good positive figures from the past. You know, if you, mm-hmm. there, you can teach about gay history and there's some, a lot of great things that you can talk about too. So I think balancing, balancing with some good news. I am a big fan of malicious compliance. Figure out what the laws actually are in your state. Figure out what your rights actually are with regard to those laws. Figure out what your district's policies are. Make sure that they are written and then sit them down in your coffee table and figure out what is something I can say or do or be that isn't technically against any of those policies and then do that, mm-hmm. right? If it could be, hey, y'all, we're in Florida and uh, we're not supposed to say anything about gender or sexuality because of state law, blah, blah, blah. That might make it difficult for me to talk about some things in my life. What have you said? You haven't said it, that might be maliciously compliant, um, but you can still put the message out there that you're queer. Yeah. Or uh, you could even very broadly just talk about how you are personally supportive of people who are different. Mm. You can say different. I don't think there's a don't say different law anywhere. Yeah. Um, and it sucks that we're categorizing queer people as other that way but it still i think gets the message across that you don't have to be a cishet white christian to get along with me yeah so uh but whatever side the thing that kids are so smart and they're so observant and and queer kids especially are looking for any tiny indicator that you might be on board or a safe haven of some kind whatever you do if that's your intent I'm almost certain they will pick up on it yeah. and that will instantly feel more at ease. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just rainbows, like rainbows in and of themselves are not outlawed. You Yet. Can, you can put a rainbow, <laughs> a sun, you know, a cute little sun and a rainbow shining out from it. Just use uh, non-flag rainbows all over the place. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just like rainbow shit everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and be like, I don't know. We learn about science here, and rainbows are science because they're made out of <laughs> every whatever. lesson for science this year is going to be prisms and <laughs> light and refraction. refraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. If you could be any cereal, which one would you be, and why? Uh, is it a daddy joke if I say I got to have my pops? <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. I I don't know. I'd be Lucky Charms. Yeah. Get the got the tasty mallows which go complement the other things. What are they called? The regulars? 
Yeah, the oat things. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cheerio kind of things. I just love <laughs> lo- when I, if ever I just I'm like I really want to be like just a child at heart. I will grab either that, either Lucky Charms or Golden Grams. Golden mm. Grams are so good. Yeah, I'm sure those are filled with sugar. But sometimes I'm just like, give me sugar. Yeah, I think I still think I'd be Lucky Charms. Cookie Crisp. Those just because it's fun to say. Yeah. Those aren't as tasty as they sound like they should be, you know? Yeah. I'd rather just have some cookie dough. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I would be crunch berries. Crunch berries. Just the berries. Just the berries. Well, the whole, the whole, the whole Whoops, thing. Whoops, all berries. Yeah. Made in Iowa. Whoops. Very colorful and tastes good. Oh. Okay. That's wonderful. I like whoops all berries. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle all berries. <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. We forgot to say this at the top, so I'm going to say it now. We uh, we do want you to participate in Gayest and Straightest. So th- those of you on the live stream, uh, if you submit your Gayest and Straightest, uh, Derek will will pick a favorite and, and read it. So Yeah, be thinking uh, about your Gayest. Be thinking about that. Yep. Okay. Next question. What advice do you have for a person who is getting married for the first time? Uh, I, hmm. I mean, I didn't do so great the first time. So but surely I, you've learned things. <laughs> Make double extra sure you're into the organs they have. Here's my advice. Okay. My advice is we get shitloads of messages from media and culture that tell us that this is the most important day that's ever happened. And that is a lie. That is a lie. Have fun. Make as good of an experience for everybody as you possibly can. But whatever goes wrong is fine. Everything is just not... It, you just don't have to have everything wrapped up in that one perfect day because that is a lie that's been sold to you. Just enjoy it and don't stress. I think... When you are marrying someone, you are agreeing to be with them through lots of seasons of their lives, of both of your lives. And I think it's important. Have you been through a lot of seasons yet of each other's lives? What if they gain 20 pounds? What Mm -hmm. if they completely change jobs? What if they wanted kids and decide they don't? Think of all the possibilities and are you still going to love this person? And if so, accept that and carry that with you that that you love this person because of the inside of them and <laughs> because you love being inside them. <laughs> no matter what they look like, do who they are, make sure you're marrying them for the person that is inside and, and know that that person will change over time. And I think be willing to grow and change and evolve uh, and and be with that person through those things, just like you would hope they stay with you through all the different seasons of your life. Hmm. It's nice. Yeah, I've never been married <laughs> yet. I've done it twice. It's not that great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is your opinion on gay men over fifty who, due to circumstances they've faced? Married women and had families and remained closeted. Oh, what was the first part of the question? What's your opinion of that? Opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I have a great deal of like, I, I identify with that person. I could have easily been that person. 
and I have a lot of sort of um, grace and empathy for that person. Um, I, I think there is a certain amount of like, that is a tragic story, I think, um, but uh, not in a way that deserves judgment or derision. Um, we we got, especially if you're that age, you got a lot of messages growing up that said that this was the right thing that you were supposed to do and being gay and out was not in the cards and um, you made the most of it and here you are. I, 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 think, I think that that, that takes a lot of strength and um, personal sacrifice. And there's, I don't have anything bad to say about that person. Do I think that their life would be better if they could live their full authentic self? Uh, absolutely. But um, my opinion of that person is, is um, po mostly positive. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Positive. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. I will. And I will also say, there's it doesn't matter what your age there's always time yeah it may seem like an impossible uphill battle battle but there's always time to be your authentic self yeah. if you you can you can it makes sense that you have had chosen that path and you can make a new decision today yeah if you want to so I think don't just because of your age, don't close yourself off to opportunities of, you know, who you want to be tomorrow. Yeah. Um, can we announce our t-shirt winners? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we had people submit team Kyle and team Mike t-shirts. Yeah, we did. Uh, so I'm going to announce my t-shirt winner was from Lilo. It was a variation of a t-shirt that they sell at lilytshirts.etsy.com, L-I-L-L-I t-shirts.etsy.com. And it was uh, really, I liked the simple design. It was Team Kyle and then had a peach emoji. Yep. <laughs> which is beautiful. So if you just want the peach emoji, you can go to lilytshirts.etsy.com or eventually we'll have one that says Team Kyle. Yeah. In the merch store. Yeah, we will. What about you, Mike? Um, my favorite was actually A.E. Coleman's shirt, who, who who sent one in that was Team Mike, established 2017, because that's when Gayish started, and then just a picture of legs with pants around the ankles, because that's <laughs> where they go when you're pooping. <laughs> to some people. Well, thank you to everyone who submitted t-shirts. We really appreciate it. Adorable. Yeah. Another question. Great Another question. What Britney album can you listen to from beginning to end, and which one is trash? Mm. Do you, you don't have an answer for this, do you? Is a is a suitable substitute for this question? Name a Britney album. <laughs> yeah, can you name a Britney album? Is Circus one? Circus is one. And I'm sure there's a self-titled one. Yes, that's okay. There are a couple self-titled ones, depending on the name that you use. Um. The uh, the one that's trash is our very first one, baby. One more time. Oh, it's there's there's a song called "Email My Heart" that's so bad. It's so fucking bad. I just I can't, there. It's hard to listen to. Uh, even the song "Sometimes," which was I think her second single, mm. of that, like I just didn't love it. Mm. Um, but her best one is probably "Blackout." Blackout. Yeah. 
instead of like I'm wasted kind of oh. yes oh great yes okay, great <laughs> kind of yes yeah 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 nice yeah um do you want to do one more sure let's do one more great what's one the, more question what's what's the best of the dregs there oh, or, or how many are left what? we we have quite a few I've used a lot of my favorite ones so far should we do rapid fire um yeah we'll uh, do rapid fire okay you got like five seconds or less to answer. Great. Great. What are you reading for fun right now? Uh, I am reading for fun right now a book called On Bullshit. And it is a treatise about the nature of bullshit. Wow. <laughs> Literal? Or? It is tiny too. I just, I just, I'm only like halfway through. I just got it yesterday. Go ahead. Uh, Naked by David Sedaris. Great. What's your favorite thing to put in your mouth hole? Pizza. Boyfriend's penis. <laughs> This one's for Kyle. How do you keep your teeth so pretty? What's your secret? Oh, my God. My parents paid a lot of money for it when I was a kid. Ooh. And then I did some whitening strips. Story. Story. <laughs> Go-to karaoke song. Uh, probably Easy by the Commodores. Bad Romance. Have you ever smuggled anything up your ass? Uh, from Ma Johnson. Uh, Love. I- <laughs> <laughs> Love squeezins <laughs> Cross state lines with it No one saw it coming No <clears throat> Is there an episode of Gayish that you are most proud of? Um, goodness I would say recently Because we, you know, we say weddings often I say dogs often But recently Gunkles I really like that That was really personal mm. Um, In a and we talked about stereotypes in a unique way. So yeah. Gunkles, yeah, Gunkles was good. I th- I think uh, the boners show in Chicago and, and that's just because the, the content, I thought it was, I thought it was a good show and all of the work that it took to get there. <laughs> yeah. 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 What actor would you like to play you in a movie about your lives? I mean, I would, for Kyle, I would cast army hammer. That's the answer cannibalism and all yeah i need to start eating people's toes just so that the cannibalism fits <laughs> he doesn't have to do too much acting mm. i have no idea who would play you i don't either who would i want i i i don't i don't know uh sandra bullock mm. <clears throat> How about Whoopi Goldberg? (laughs) Perfect casting choice. Perfect. (laughs) Has any gay bar in your gay bar review improved their score after? Oh. Oh. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to remember the ones that I've actually done and then gone back to. Like that I've gone and it was shitty and then I went back. Um. Yes. Um. Uh. Um. Uh. The Moby Dick in San Francisco. I'll be giving the the um updated local gay bar review for it officially on the show eventually. There's a shitload of them in the queue right now, but uh, it was it was it was it was better than the time before this last time that I went. What made it better? Well, um, I hung out with Steve Douglas from from San Francisco oh. and and hung out there. Um, but uh, it was I don't know it was 
I, I liked the Big Daddy beer or whatever the fuck the beer was called. I think it was called Daddy something. Big Daddy beer. Yeah, if that's not a beer, it should be. Um, I think we should wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, uh, no more rapid fire ones. Okay, great. Um, so, oh. Submit your gayest and straightest if you haven't yet. And that way, uh, Derek can pick one to read aloud. Ooh, every live episode or live stream, we take a shot when we take a break. So Mike is pouring us some, what is this, Rumpelstiltskin? Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelmints. It's, Rumpelmints. It's peppermint schnapps. 100 proof peppermint schnapps. So I'm going to be on my lips after this, Kyle. <laughs> Um, hopefully we answered enough of your questions that you got a good taste. We'll be back to, oh, next episode is going to be a live one from LA. So yeah, come to LA. If you bought a ticket, come. If you bought a ticket, show up. If you didn't buy a ticket, you could still show up. You just have to be in the other room. Just and, hang then, out the, and then you can meet and greet us after when the show's done. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, cool. Did we do it? Yeah. We answered the questions. We answered a bunch of questions. Should we take a break? Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. All right. It's shot time. Shot time. Cheers. Ooh. To 350, Kyle. To 350. Oh, whoo. Fuck my ass. That's terrible. That tastes like Christmas. Yeah. Woo. Tastes like I just blew a leprechaun. <laughs> Yum. Uh, or a snowman? Oh, yeah. Cute. Blew an elf? Blue and elf. I bet that's what elf jizz tastes like. Like oh, Santa's sure. elves. Not like D&D elves. No, 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 no. Santa's elves. D&D elves sperm tastes like dirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they love it. Um, are we back? We're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, as we just said, we will be in Los Angeles this weekend. Like, if you're not on the live stream, when this drops on the normal feed on Thursday, it'll be just in three days from now on Sunday, September the 10th at 4 p.m. That's in the Silver Lake neighborhood at a bar called Akbar. Um, it'll be great. We'll have, we'll have fun. Yeah. And then uh, Houston on October 15th at noon at Kiki. Yeah. Get your tickets, especially if you live in Dallas. Yeah. Gayishpodcast.com <laughs> slash live. Come from all over to come see us, hopefully. Come see an award-winning podcast live. (laughs) Um, Also, we have a Pride 48 live stream that we are doing on September 21st at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. So um, Pride 48 weekend lasts all weekend, but that is our slot. So you can go to pride48.com to learn more about that or listen uh, live on the Pride 48 stream when it happens. Yeah, a lot of really great shows. And there's also a Pride 48 Discord server and you can chat with each other, but also the hosts will be responsive on the chat as well uh, during their shows. So like we've been hanging out with Pride 48 for a really long time. It's an awesome organization and uh, we're, we're happy to be doing the stream for their final live stream weekend. Final live stream. Yep. Yeah. Uh, gayest and straightest? Let's do our gayest and straightest. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so the gayest thing about me this week is uh, after Plant Daddy said that he liked my shorts, I bought like every color that they exist. So I Fossil Daddy? Fossil Daddy. Not Plant Daddy. <laughs> Fossil Daddy. I'm sorry, Daddy. Don't punish me for that or do. Um, uh, but yeah, so I bought I bought black ones and I bought blue ones and they're all just like, you know, skies out, thighs out or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're shorty short shorts. They are. There. You're welcome. Uh, 
And then the straightest thing about me uh, is uh, yesterday, despite having diarrhea, I went to the Washington State Fair. <laughs> and there's just something straight about like looking at livestock and e- examining plants. And um, it was fun. Did you purchase any new livestock that are currently in your home? No. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, but the, the boyfriend did win me a... Uh, a wiener dog, a stuffed wiener dog prize. Oh, um, play, by doing what? Playing the carnival games. What game was it? Uh, it was like there's three rows of clowns, and you have to knock the clowns over with the ball. Hmm. And he figured it out. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I feel like no one wins. Those. And actually, that is a large wiener. He had to win two small wieners and trade them in for a large wiener. So he won twice. He won twice. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, my gayest is waiting for the microwave standing with my hand on my hip in the like, in the, you know, the will of will and grace style. I just realized I was standing there doing, doing this number. Um, and my straightest, I'm going to change to stay, say in, what did I say earlier? Something about stones. You didn't have the stones. You didn't have the stones. <laughs> no, I've never said that before in my life ever. Don't know where that came from. Don't know where that came from. <laughs> Uh, Brian, you ask in the chat, will that Pride 48 live stream be recorded for posterity? It will be our episode the Thursday after that. So we're going to be recording our episode live on the Pride 48 stream, but that will come out on our normal feed. Yeah. Derek, do you have a gayest and straightest for us? I I have a gayest uh, and straightest from Jeff on Facebook. He said, my straightest was finished the weed removal around his bar and his gayest was sharing several cock pictures with the drag queen after he sent his <laughs> <laughs> sharing dick pics with a drag queen is amazing yeah yeah that's not not gay that's for sure very gay um hey kyle hey mike um oh, okay okay sorry everybody shut up kyle and i have to have a chat we have like a lot of stuff to open okay should that be our Patreon segment or should we do it now? Let's do it after the show and we'll do open some stuff and then we'll decide later what to do with that. Okay. We got a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to open it. It's going to be fun. Ooh, yeah. Great. Okay. Um, so that's it. That's it. Thank you to everyone. That's, who's, why do I sound surprised? I don't know. <laughs> it, it's got to end somewhere. <laughs> that's it. This is what I say to the guys who are still at my place. <laughs> well, it's got to end sometime. Sometime you gots to go. Um, thank you to everyone who sent in questions. We really appreciate it. Yeah, they're all right. They're fine. <laughs> um, and thank you to our super gap bridgers, Kit Oliver, Andrew Bugby, William Bryant, Christopher M. John Carly, Stephen Portio, Stosel, Harry Shaw, Josh Copeland, Jonathan Montanias, Wadu, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, James Barrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Zania, Michael Covington, Just Jamie, Kevin Henderson, Thomas B., Timothy Sora, Dusty Sands, A. Coleman, Chris Cagetorians, and Jerome York. Thank yeah. you for your support. Thank you for your support. We really do appreciate it. Yep. Here's 350 more. Three, here's to 350 more. That's so many more episodes. It oh, is, my God. It's a lot. No, it's a lot. Nobody wants that. No. <laughs> Asked. Said nobody. <laughs> yep. Uh, that is it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cagetorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week in L.A. Bye. See you in L.A. <laughs>